0: This anointed teaching by Dr. Beverly Vollmerins comes to you from Christian Family Church International. so wonderful to be with you. God is good. Wherever you're gathering, I want you to stand. Come on, and let's pray. Father, into your presence we come, dear sir, to praise and to worship you. We say this is a day that you have made and we will rejoice and we'll be glad in it. Father, we want to thank you for giving us Jesus. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you that your eyes are big within me now, that you'll think through my mind and speak through my lips of clay. And I declare that I'm a servant ready to be used by the Master. And I thank you, Father, I will declare your word fearlessly, boldly, accurately, carried by the wind of the Spirit. I thank you, Father, for a fresh anointing upon myself and a fresh anointing upon everyone under the sound of my voice. And Father, I thank you that we are going to have joy unspeakable and, and full of glory because we are created for such a time as, as this. And Father, we are not only hearers of the Word, but we are doers of the Word. And everybody said, Amen. And you may be seated. Well, the title of my message is Confronting Your Giants. I believe with all my heart it is a word in season. It is a word for now. Did not Jesus say that there would be difficult times in the end? And I believe we are living in the end times. Didn't Jesus say there will be perilous times? Are we living in perilous times? Absolutely. Didn't he say that famines would come? There would be earthquakes. There would be wars and rumors of wars. But at the same time, family... God is going to take care of us, those of us who love him, those of us who obey his word, those of us who serve him, those of us who follow him. He is going to take care of us. He's going to lead us into victory. Glory to God. So I don't believe for a moment that it's time for us to be fearful. It's not time for us to be isolated. But it is time for us to draw close to God, time for us to draw close to the word of God. Now I know without a shadow of doubt that the evil onslaught of Satan and his demons is coming against the born-again believers. But I believe it's time for us to rise up as God's army, and we are going to be the most well-trained, intense soldiers that there's ever been in history in Jesus' name. We are going to arm ourselves with the word of God. Why, family? Because we are going to win our battles each and every time. Praise God. We are not just going to be an overcomer, but family, we are going to be more than conquerors. Say that with me. I am more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. Of course, family, life happens, doesn't it? There were times in the, in the Bible, times when you remember Daniel, when he went into the lion's den. Do you think it was comfortable for him to be in the lion's den? But he said with his mouth, my God is able to deliver me. And if we have to face difficult times, we must know that our God is able to deliver us because we have confidence in our living God. Yes, some of us might find and feel we're going through the fiery furnace. But remember the three Hebrew boys that were into the fiery furnace. And do you think they said, oh, why me, Lord? Why am I in the fiery furnace? Why is all this trouble come? I've been doing my best. I've been reading my Bible. I've been saying my prayers. I've been doing good. And, and look, Lord, I'm in the fire. No, they did not say that at all. They said, we don't care. If you put us in the fiery furnace, because our God is able to deliver us out of the fiery furnace. And we know the story, family. What happened is they were delivered out of the fiery furnace, and they came out without smelling of smoke. Glory to God. So even though difficult times may be upon us, but God is going to deliver us out of all our troubles. Hallelujah. Of course, we've got battles to fight. Of course, we're going to face persecutions. I heard about a Nigerian pastor who was beheaded because he refused to renounce his belief in Jesus Christ. Of course, tribulations might come and of course, disease and maybe knocking at your door, sicknesses knocking at your door, plagues are knocking at our door. The coronavirus is knocking at our door. But family, God is going to deliver us out of all our troubles. He's going to fight our battles for us. Perhaps you've got families who are backslidden. Perhaps your marriage is going through a difficult time. But the good news is that our God is able. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He is going to take care of us in these days. Family, if God is on our side, then tell me, who can be against us? I believe with all my heart that God is raising us up, a new generation of saints, of boys and girls, of old men and old women and and young people just like me. God is raising us up, and once again, we are going to make sure that our faith is strong, and our victories will be sure. Our faith is going to be strong, and our victories will be sure. Well, let's have a look at the Word of God in Hebrews 11, verse 29. It says in the New Living Translation, it was by faith. Everybody say faith. Yes, that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians followed, guess what? They were all drowned. Already, God. Even if we feel like we're going through the Red Sea, God is going to make a path for us. He is a way maker and our enemies are going to be drowned and God's going to lead us through in Jesus' name. Verse 30 said, It was by faith, say by faith, that the people of Israel marched around Jericho seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith, say faith, that Rahab the prostitute, did not die listen with all the others in your city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Look, family, Rahab the prostitute, she believed God, she obeyed God, and because she believed God and she obeyed God, God saved her and delivered her out of all her troubles, while everyone else who did not believe and did not obey, they perished. So when we say, I believe you, God, I serve you, God, I'm in your kingdom, God, he is going to deliver us. Number verse 32 says, well, how much more? Do I need to say then how long it would take to recount the stories of faith, of Gideon, of Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets? Verse 33 says, By faith, these people, they overthrew kingdoms. They ruled with justice. They received what God had promised them. Look, family, they shut the mouths of the lion. They quenched the flames of the fire. They escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned into strength. I believe that your weakness is going to be turned into strength. The verse says they became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. We are going to be strong in battle. Praise the Lord. We are strong in battle. So once again, I believe that God is mobilizing the body of Christ, and we are going to get in the offensive posture. I believe that we are a generation that God is raising up, and we're going to settle for nothing less than a full inheritance in Christ Jesus. It is not the time for us, family, to be passive. It's not the time for us, family, to be lukewarm. It's not the time for us to have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. No, we got to make sure we're in the body of Christ. We're in the house of God. We're in our fellowship groups. It's not time for us to cl- dance and as close as we can to the devil. No, no, no. We've got to be all in for Jesus Christ on fire, family. It's time for us to beat our giants, to let their heads roll, and we can rejoice in our victories. You know what Jesus said? He said, when everybody is in turmoil and their hearts are failing them with fear, he said, be of good cheer. So you know what I say? Don't worry, be happy because we have already won because we are in Christ Jesus. So today we're going to have a look at a a brief story about David and how he overcame his giant and how he killed his Goliath. And I'm going to believe that the spirit of a conqueror is going to come upon us as we listen to this exciting message. But say this with me, no giant, no champion. No giant, no promotion. No giant, no victory. No giant, no testimony. It took a giant to take David from a shepherd to a mighty warrior. If David had not come out when the Goliath was shouting the odds, we would have never seen him become a giant slayer. We would not have the story today. We would not be encouraged. But come on, let us pick up the story in 1 Samuel verse 17. Uh, 1 Samuel 17, verse 32. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of fear, because of him, this great giant, because your servant is going to go out and is going to fight that Philistine. Oh, verse 33 in the New Living Translation, sources. says, don't be ridiculous, David. There's no way you can go against this, Philistine, because you are just a boy, and he has been in the army since he was a boy. So what is Satan's, one of his most powerful weapons? It is fear. That's right. He wants to bring discouragement to our hearts. He wants to bring confusion to our minds. He wants to strike our heart with fear. So fear is one of the giants, family. We are all going To have to conquer right where we are. I don't mind if you don't like where you are and you decide to move to another country, another city, it doesn't matter where we go around the world, that giant of fear is going to follow us. So today we are going to learn how to slay that giant of fear and cut off his head in Jesus' name. So let's have a look at, at Saul. He said to, to David, you'll never be able to wear, uh, you need to put on all the armor of God, or that armor, so we will just cut that part out and we'll say, um, if David had been swayed by the opinion of Saul, he would have not dared to take his rightful place. Because listen, family, listen carefully. Faith will lead you where reason cannot walk. Faith, will lead you where reason cannot walk. So if God has told you to do something, we are going to go by faith and we're going to trust him and we're not going to try and think too much about it. When God says, go do this, let us obey him. In verse 34, David persisted. He said, I've been taking care of my father's sheep. He said, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and I take the lamb from its mouth. And if the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and I club it to death. So David said, I've gone after my lion. I've gone after the bear and I've got my little sheep back. Family, no man in his right mind goes after a lion and a bear on purpose, right? But verse 36 says, I have done this to both lions and bears. And he said, I'm going to do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. In the Old King James, the next verse says in 1 Samuel 17, 37, David said, moreover, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion. The Lord delivered me out of the paw of the bear, and he will deliver me out of the hand of this philistine. Oh, he said the Lord didn't. He didn't have confidence in his own ability. He didn't have confidence in his own strength, but he had confidence in the living God, and that's what we We've got to do family no matter what size a giant is standing before us. We have got to have confidence in our living God and he will deliver us out of all our troubles. Glory, 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 glory to God. So we know that Saul relented. He said, okay, David, go ahead if you want to and and fight that Goliath. And you know, we we know the story how David, he picked up the five stones. Now we know, Apostle Theos told us, one was for Goliath and four were for his brothers, right? So he picked them up and what else did he have? He had his shepherd's staff and off he went down the valley to fight Goliath. Verse 41 says, So Goliath walked out towards David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Am I a dog? He roared at David. That you come to me just with a stick? And he cursed David by the name of his God. Come over here and I'm going to give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. That's what Goliath yelled at David. Notice family, Satan is always going to yell at us and try and belittle us. He's going to say to us, you're just a teenager. You're just a woman. You're just a human. You're, You're just a man. You'll never make it. You don't have what it takes to make it. You don't have the finances. No one's going to be on your side and the devil is going to to try and belittle us and say, I've taken your mother out, I've taken your father out, how do you think you're ever going to overcome And He's going to bombard our minds, and he's going to challenge what? He's challenging the Word of God. And again, we see the giant shouts at David, am I a dog? Because you see, family, Satan will always shout at us. He shouts at us in our minds. He comes with discouragement. He tries to overwhelm our thoughts with doubt and confusion and fear and worry, concern and anxiety. He always tells us why we can't win. Oh, but I love David. He said with his mouth. Listen, this is what he said. He said to the Philistine, verse 45, You come to me with a sword. You come to me with a spear. You come to me with a shield, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. And verse thirty-six says, 46 says, this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. You know what he didn't say? Well, wait a minute. Let me just think. I don't know if the Lord's going to deliver me. Actually, let me quickly have a fast. Be am I going to fast while I walk down the valley, or or maybe let me have a quick prayer? Lord, are you going to? Be, is this your will to deliver me? Will you help me, Lord? No, he was not double-minded. He was not double-minded. He knew God was going to deliver him. And it's about time we became like David, not wishy-washy with a wishbone, but we've got to have a backbone. And we've got to say, I know that God will deliver me. That's what we've got to believe. We've got to believe God. We've got to believe his word, family. And he said, I'm going to strike you, and I'm going to take the head off you, and I'm going to give your carcasses of the hosts of the Philistine this day into the fowls of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, and the whole earth may know. There is a God in Israel, and family, I'm saying to you today, let the whole earth know that there is a God in Israel. And verse 47 says, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord, He doesn't save with a sword and a spear, but for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you into our hands. And I declare over you, family, no matter what we are facing, but the battle is the Lord's. Glory to God. Listen, David answered back immediately to Goliath. He shouted back at Goliath. He never let his fear overwhelm him. He answered Goliath with the truth. And that's what we've got to do. We've got, as soon as fear comes, we've got to speak to it. As soon as our battles come, we've got to speak to it. Family, we're going to open our mouths and start speaking the word of God. And we are going to have victory. Hallelujah. David said, you know what, Goliath, you're coming to me with a sword and a shield and a spear. In other words, you're coming to me with natural weapons. You're depending on yourself. But I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts who you have defied. You see, David refused to be intimidated by sense evidence. I don't know what the doctors told you. The lawyer the candlestick maker, but we are not going to be intimidated by sense evidence. Because we have a covenant with our almighty God. And we know that the word is truth. Right, family? So never be frightened by any condition. Never be frightened. No matter how threatening or how impossible the situation may be that you're facing. Is it a broken family? Is it sickness? Is it disease? Is it lack? But never give in. Never for one moment lose your confession of supremacy. Over the works of the devil, because you and God are masters over the devil. David knew he was in covenant. Remember what God says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not natural, but they're mighty. Hallelujah, mighty. Through God to the pulling down of strongholds. In the New Living uh, Translation, it says, We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. What are false arguments? They are human reasoning. He's going to tell us why we can't win, why we're not going to get overcome, why we're not going to get better, why we're not going to have a baby, why we're not going to get married, why we can't get a job. But you know what? We're going to pull down those false arguments. And how do we do it? With the Word of God. We're going to speak it out of our mouth. David said with his mouth, This day... The Lord will give you into my hand. Now, many of you might say, oh, listen to this faith talk. Is this real talk or is this a faith talk? Do you go to that faith church? They might say, David is talking too big for his boots. And all this faith talk sounds far-fetched. Oh, what a mouth that David has. But listen, family, our faith or our unbelief is determined by our confession. And no one will ever rise above it. So whatever we're saying with our mouth, we're never going to rise above that. So what are we saying with our mouth? Faith doesn't ask for the possible things, but faith demands the impossible. We don't need God for the small things. We're going to believe God for the impossible things. That's why we, we fearlessly, we take our position in Christ, and we confess our ability in Christ. Oh, I love Psalm 20, verse 7 says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we are going to remember the name of the Lord. And quickly, I want to tell you some of his names. His name is Jehovah uh, Rapha. He is our healer. I am the well resisting the sick. He is Jehovah Shammah, which means I'm never alone. doesn't matter wherever I am in the world. I'm never alone because Jehovah Shammah is with me. And then he's Jehovah Rafi. He's my shepherd. He's leading and he's guiding me. And then he's Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. When the whole world is shaking with fear and their hearts are, are full of fear, I have peace like a river. I have peace. I don't worry. I'm happy. Why? Because I belong to Jehovah Shalom. He is my God. Glory to God. And then Jehovah Nissi, He's our victory. It's so good to be on the winning team. Thank you, Jesus. We win, family. We are on the winning team. So we can be happy. We can rejoice because God is on our side. Psalm Sixty-two verse five says, "My expectation is from Him." You see, we, our expectations—not from our friends, not from our family, it's not from our boss, it's not from my connection. My expectation, what I'm believing God for, is from Him. Psalm sixty-two verse two says, "He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress." I will never be shaken. I'm not sure how you feel today. Perhaps you might feel shaken by all the things that are going around. Oh, 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 family, it's not time to be shaken. We are not going to be shaken because our faith is in our living God. Listen to what God says to King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20:15. Don't be afraid, and I'm saying to you, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed because of this great uh, a multitude. For the battle is not yours but the battle is God's. So David says in 1 Samuel 17:47, all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a spear and not with a sword, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into my hands. Do you think for one moment a skinny teenager like David could overcome this huge giant who was a seasoned warrior? Absolutely not. But he had his confidence in the covenant that he had with God. And that's what we've got to have. We've got to have absolute confidence. Faith in the covenant that we have with our God. That's why it's so important, family, when we're going through interesting times that we need to stay uh, stay connected. We've got to be in a fellowship group. We mustn't stay away from church unless the government tells us to. We've got to go to church. We've got to be connected. We've got to stay with people of like mind who are going to build our faith, edify us, exhort us, and help to motivate us. So stay together in our home fellowship groups. Because when the devil comes against our family, our health, our businesses, we can't be passive. Come on, family, we cannot be passive in the times that we are living. we got to get a backbone, as I say, not a wishbone. A wish did not happened to me. A wish this isn't happening. Don't forget about that. It's time to grow that backbone now and start when the tax come, family. we are got to open our mouth and speak to our 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 giants, and and our attacks, and our situations. We're to open our mouth just like David and speak to it. 1 Samuel 17, 32 said, let no man's heart fail for fear. And again, that's a scripture for us right now. None of our hearts should be failing for fear. So when we face a situation, we must not be discouraged. We cannot be confused. We've got to say, what does God's word say? And then we've got to speak the word of God. And listen to this, there isn't a power in all the universe to void one statement of truth of the word of God. Did you hear me? There's not, wa- There's not a power in the whole universe to void one statement of truth of God's Word. Jesus said, I'm watching over my word to perform it. He is saying he's waiting for us to say something positive that is in his word. And when we say it and when we declare it, he's going to act on that word and he's going to bring it to pass. So, what are we saying? I'm going to say, Surely goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, You know what? No evil will befall me. Neither shall any plague, any plague, any plague, any plague come now, my dwelling, and not near your dwelling. Our confidence has to be in the unbroken living word of God. We've got to hold fast to our confession without wavering. Moffat's translation, Philippians 1.28 says, Never be scared for one moment, one second by your opponent. Your Your fearlessness is a clear omen of ruin for them and of your own salvation at the hand of God. And 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, wherever I go, Moffat's translation, I thank God he makes my life a constant pageant of triumph. So family, we need to take our positions in Christ Jesus. Know that we are more than conquerors and the word will never let us down never let us down. The more we declare the word, the more we say the word, the more we slay our giants. It's not time to shrink back from the attack. No, it's time to face that attack and take off the giant's head. And how we do it with the word of God, by speaking to the situation, intensify the battle instead of focusing on the size of the problem, which gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we get more fearful. No, we have Got to focus on the size of the word of God, and the word gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we will have confidence, and our giants will be destroyed. So, stare at God and his promises, our giants will shrink back, and we will see how mighty our God is. I love what uh, Michael Murdoch says. He says, The greatest thing that a, a Christian has against them is ignorance. He says, don't be stupid, don't be stupid, don't be stupid, don't be stupid. What do you mean, don't be stupid? Well, every person's ignorance of what? The word is their greatest giant. The advantage that Satan has over believers is ignorance, family. He plays on the ignorance of people, of God's people, to oppress them and to punish them. But in 2 Corinthians 2.11 says, Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant because we know the word of God. Remember, Jesus has conquered the devil. Glory to God. In the Ratham's translation of Hebrews 2.14, it says, He paralyzed the death-dealing authority of the devil. So, my husband says, as long as we walk in love, Satan is defeated as far as we're concerned. But if we step out of love, we are stepping into no man's land. If we have hatred in our heart and forgiveness in our heart, bitterness in our heart, we are in no man's land. And that is where Satan can attack us. And you know what, family? It is not worth having unforgiveness in our heart because it keeps us in bondage. So just say, Father, I forgive them because you want to be free and you want to have authority over the devil. But remember that Satan is a defeated father Oh glory to God so we must become conscious of our superiority over Satan instead of living at his mercy let's turn the tables on him now we know how the story ends we know that David uh, slew Goliath but really the truth of the matter is that he slew him family not with the sword but he slew him, and not with the sling but he slew him with the words of his mouth. So, there is no human more awesome, more conquering on the planet than the fire baptized Holy Ghost. Filled believer, the born-again believer. Yes, there is devil. Yes, there are demons. Yes, there's wickedness. Yes, there is terror. Yes, there's evil things. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are washed by the blood. We are redeemed. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You and I are no longer yesterday's man and woman. But we are the man and woman that God has destined us to be. We are going to be the man and woman that slays the the head of all our future giants let the giants come because their heads will roll every time family get ready because god has got something supernatural ahead for you you are a giant slayer remember it was not the stone that david slung that defeated his giant but it's a word that he spoke Put God's Word in your sling and family, let your giant have it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Glory to God. Well, I believe that you were encouraged. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources,